The general consensus is that when it comes to RFPs, there are two kinds of advisors, those who hate them and those who have never replied to one. How can you handle RFPs without losing your patience or your mind? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change you want to see. This episode is brought to you by Shift Shaper Strategies. In sales, if you confuse, you lose. Clarify your message so you win more clients, crush your sales goals, and build your practice. Learn more at shiftshaperstrategies.com. And now, here's your host, StoryBrand Certified Guide and Chief Transformation Strategist at Shift Shaper Strategies, David Saltzman. It seems that there are two kinds of advisors in the universe. Those people who have hate RFPs and those people who haven't done one recently or at all. It's a terrible process for a lot of reasons, which we'll discuss. The good news is that there are some industry pros who are working on ways to try to make that process not only better, but more equitable. And we're fortunate to have Steve Overton with us today. Steve is co-founder and CEO at PlanSight. Welcome, Steve. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So talk a little bit, if you will, just for a moment or two about your background, because I think your journey gives you some unique insights into some of the challenges around the RFP process. Yeah. So my background, I started in the insurance business, particularly the employee benefits business back in, I believe, 1994. And I was actually a college student at the time. And I had a father who owned an insurance agency and I needed a way to make money because, you know, I actually, uh, while in college, had a young wife and a young family and needed a way to make money while attending university. And uh, he brought me into the fold. And, you know, by the time I was done, I realized this is a pretty darn good lifestyle, a lot of money to be made. But I mean, it was back in the day when I was doing RFPs on faxes. And it's, it's a little bit of a funny story how our company is trying to revolutionize the way that we do RFPs because my dad Larry, who got me into the business, he'd been in the business of employee benefits, I think, since 1978. Went from selling life insurance with New York Life into being an independent health insurance broker because all of the business owners he started working with couldn't understand the health benefits that were being presented to him. And so he'd sit down, try to sell them executive life insurance, and they'd say, help me figure this out. And he'd look at all the quotes, and he <laughs> he's funny, we just celebrated his his 80th birthday. In fact, I took him out to dinner for his 80th birthday last night, but he believes he's the first guy to ever spreadsheet health insurance benefits. And he was doing it manually on graph paper and taking it out. And and then he realized, boy, this is a, a great residual income as well. But I mean, as you know, employee benefits were a heck of a lot less complicated back then sure. than they are now. Yeah, there's no question about that. So complexity is a good place for me to ask my next question, which is, what the hell is wrong with the RFP process? I mean, <laughs> and you could list them in order because I want to. I want to investigate some of that. Well, you know, it's funny. I've heard it referred to in so many different ways. You know, I was out with a large broker last year, and they called it. Hey, every time we go through the RFP process, it's like a you know a new swim around the fishbowl. 
you know, implying <laughs> it's just like, where is everything and how do we put it all together? I mean, the acronym obviously means uh, request for proposal. A lot of people call it really frustrating process or really frantic process. And you're kind of putting everything together at the last minute. We want to turn it into a really fantastic process or a really freeing process and automate it and make it much more pleasurable uh, for the brokers. But, you know, since starting out in college, once I uh, finished up there, you know, I just kept going in the employee benefits world and built my own block of business. But I did so many RFPs and it is and always was a very frantic and frustrating process for sure. Well, I mean, besides pulling all the information together, I mean, there were, I remember that back when there were things like PFS file and some of those older programs, folks used to try to put together databases of all the questions that they were asked and then pull the information from that database. So, I mean, there's no question that even at best, it, it's frustrating. But there's also a lot of people believe, and I, you know, you've seen it, I've seen it, not in every RFP, but there are also some implicit biases, aren't there? Oh, for sure. There's definitely implicit biases, and, and every brokerage is doing it different as well. So there's no, we're working to bring in some consistency into the process as well, because you, you imagine it's, it's tough for the broker, but it's also tough on the carrier end because they're getting them coming in in every shape and size. And it was pretty wild. As I did it for 20 years, I always surprised myself, boy, how did I forget that? I've done this a thousand times. How did I forget that? And it's just easy to do. You're pulling everything together at the last minute. Obviously, you know, in the employee benefits world, what you want your client to do when you go out for a pre-renewal meeting is say, hey, let's just keep it as is. Things are pretty good. Your increase is minimal. We know that's not always the case. And, but it puts a broker in a position where they would rather go out and do an RFP on their competitor's client rather than their own client because it takes the same amount of work. They're already making money on their current client. They want to grow. Everybody wants to grow, but the process is inefficient. It's hard enough to manage your own book while you have to go out and try to grow as well. Well, and there are also biases because you don't know who wrote the RFP. Mm -hmm. You don't know how it's slanted. You don't know if it's not slanted in favor of one particular broker or their, whether that's the existing incumbent broker or whether the new broker said, hey, let's, let's do an RFP. And the client said, nobody's ever done that with me before. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So they write yeah. it so it favors them. And generally, the RFP process is a one-shot deal. You get the RFP, you send back the response, then they're looked at or graded or whatever. There isn't any interactivity along the way, is there? No, typically not. But, you know, in my experience, and I'll tell you a little bit about what we're doing and we're trying to create that interactivity within our platform, it goes back to a process that I used to have. And, you know, this is focused more on the numbers and the spreadsheeting and the qualitative manners of the RFP. I used to use a program. I, I mean, this was pre-ACA. I used to use a program called uh, iWork. It was an Apple program. The I remember it. Yeah. I mean, they had a program called Numbers. It was Apple's version of Excel. I used it because it was a lot easier to make things print-friendly, aesthetic, mm -hmm. aesthetically pleasing. And they also had a unique feature, and this was, you know, this preceded Google Sheets, anything like that, where you could actually publish a spreadsheet. I would build my spreadsheets, and within the Apple program, you could actually publish the link. And I would send that link out to my sales reps, and I would say, hey, here you are, because they always want to know where they're on the spreadsheet. I mean, that's, that's one of the core tenets of what we're trying to do at PlanSite is give 
the carriers more control over their sales pitch because it's it's a big sales cycle. The broker's selling themselves, but the broker's representing the carriers, but the carriers are not always given you know a great opportunity to represent themselves or even know how they are represented. So what I would do is publish these spreadsheets, send it out to uh, the carriers, and for one, they would see, oh, that's what I look like on the spreadsheet. Because I'll tell you, David, when we started PlanSight, we thought, hey, we're, we're going to create the best comparison out there, but we're going to go find the best comparison out there. So we gathered up a lot of them, a lot of them from the big brokerage houses, the small brokerage houses. And, you know, obviously there's some consistencies, but the most consistent thing we found was none of these are all that great. I mean, you're taking a lot of information and you're distilling it down to a decision-making tool like my dad did on graph paper many years ago. But a lot of them at the end of the day are spreadsheets that that are really disappointing to the carrier reps who are really trying to sell their product and, and they just don't understand how they're represented. And so we're opening up, you know, the window on that saying, hey, here's how you're being represented to the client. So that that comparison is being made that way. And do you do some back and forth as well so that if I'm a carrier rep, I've got an opportunity to see the first iteration and then maybe adjust my thinking a little bit? Um, offer a different pricing structure, offer maybe a different plan structure that might be more competitive? Yeah, we do. I mean, there's a lot of advantages for the brokers because, uh, you know, it creates an incredible amount of efficiencies and, and we produce all these things automatically, but it's really great for the carriers as well. What our system does is it distributes that RFP with one click of a button, it goes out to all the applicable carriers, all the reps, everybody gets notified, everybody gets to log in, download all the information. And then when they put in their quotes, we give them a deadline. We say, hey, we need your initial quote by such and such a date. And, you know, that might be two, three weeks out. They get their work in there. And the very next day, they have the ability to log in and see where they stand on on the comparison. So if they're high, low, and it goes back to, you know, my days as a broker, it's amazing once the carriers know whether they're competitive or not, that they can move, you know, because they'll they'll tell you. I mean, even in a renewal situation, we can't move one cent. But then when they see, hey, you're four points higher than, you know, carrier ABC, oh my gosh, we can move. So they, they're able to do this real time. They're able to do it real time. But yeah, it's not uh, anything that's like a reverse auction. You're not going to get to sit there and watch anything live. But the next day after the initial deadline, you get to log in, see what everybody did, see where you stand. It's all anonymized. You can't see who is who, but you can see, you know, uh, benefit features and you can see costs and then you can make a, a judgment. Hey, can I get more competitive on this? And then you have another stage where you can actually adjust your, your costs, your features, your quotes, anything that you want to. We have a couple of those phases where they have the opportunity to look at the marketplace. So, so now they're not playing blind. You know, I speak to a ton of carrier reps and they're frustrated with their jobs because they're like, hey, I throw screaming bids out the door all the time. I never hear anything. I have no idea how I stacked up. And, you know, I I even had a guy tell me one day, he's just like, it's frustrating because I go home and my wife asked me how my day went. And he said, well, I'll tell you in a month when I find out how the broker told my story. So they get a couple of bites at the apple. There's an initial quote period and then there's a secondary quote period and then it becomes final. Is that Correct. Correct. But it's all, you know, we don't make, as a platform, we don't make a judgment. I mean, this is really a platform for the consultant. So 
all of the bids and quotes are aggregated. We automatically do that. We're pulling in data. We're building the spreadsheets, the comparisons. You don't have to manage a single Excel formula. You can't break a formula. We'll build your entire budget. You can do any contribution, claims, any sort of modeling that you want. But at the end of the day, we're objective because, you know, you've been around long enough to know the cheapest thing is not always the best thing. So the platform is really an opportunity for carriers to sell themselves and control how they're sold, but also to communicate their value. It's very interactive. I'm sorry. I, I know you guys aren't nationwide yet, but let me ask how, what the process looks like. If I'm an advisor mm-hmm. and I, I'm in your service area, which I know is growing, but at the moment it's a modest footprint, but again, growing. If I'm an advisor, do I get access to the platform and then I load census data, claims data, whatever I have? Correct. Yeah. So what you do is you would initiate an RFP. You'd say, hey, I want to do such and such an RFP. And we have, I think, 22 different types of benefits right now. We can go all the way from, I mean, we have an ACA tool that will build all of your ACA rates. We can go fully insured, level funded, completely uh, broken out, self-funded, you know, merge everything together, all your dental life, vision, worksite, everything. And then it builds a total budget. But uh, yeah, you log in and you just say, hey, here's what I want to send out to RFP. Here's what I already have in force. So it allows you to merge together everything that you want to potentially shop out with what you have already. And we have some really cool budgeting tools where we're bringing it all together. And now a word from our sponsor. It's a fact. Salespeople and organizations lose opportunities because they don't clearly communicate their value. In today's market, your story is your message. It should be crystal clear, perfectly arranged, and precisely targeted to attract the clients you want. As a certified story brand guide, we use the exclusive SB7 process to create that story and the websites and collateral that deliver it. If your message isn't cutting through the noise, we can help. Visit us at shiftshaperstrategies.com to learn how we can help you find, clarify, and deliver a message that wins clients, crushes sales goals, and builds your practice. In sales, if you confuse, you lose. So learn more and schedule that call today at shiftshaperstrategies.com. That's shiftshaperstrategies.com. And now, back to our discussion. So as an advisor, do I pay per RFP? Do I buy time on the system? Do I have a subscription? What's that go-to-market model look like? You actually don't pay at all. In fact, the only thing that we charge for is for the, if you want to do ACA quoting, you just buy a license for that, very nominal fee. But for any other type of RFP, what we do is we connect to the carrier partners that you have, and all the RFPs you do are for free. And we essentially, we're not a GA, but you can kind of think of, us as a digital objective GA that is compensated quite a bit less than a traditional GA. So the only time we actually make money is when we facilitate a sale. So if somebody says, hey, I want to buy such and such stop loss policy, if it's a stop loss carrier that we connected with, we have a contract with, we will get a percentage of that premium just like a GA might. Do you think that, that this service helps kind of level the playing field between some of the big behemoth players and the sole practitioner who's just out there slogging it out a day at a time? Yeah, I think that it does. I mean, to be transparent with you, though, we are, as we're opening up different markets, we are working with traditionally larger brokers within the market, 
you know, one, obviously because they have volume, it's easier to go in with them and the carriers and say, hey, we need, you know, the regional carrier to be on the platform when it's a small broker that has two cases and one of them is not even with the, the regional carrier. You know, the the carrier's like, well, you know, what are we doing this for? How many RFPs are we going to get? So when we go in with larger ones, it's pretty easy to get the carriers right onto the platform. We have a lot of national coverage as well. I mean, within Stop Loss and Ancillary and all the worksite stuff, we have all the great, you know, national carriers. But when you go in regionally, we have to open up regionally one at a time. So but as that being said, you d- you're not limited to who we're connected with. You have the ability to load in just as easily any carrier that you want to. Oh, cool. That's an interesting feature. So what do I get as an advisor at the end of the process? Am I able to print out this whole RFP or is it electronic? How do I get it? How do I present it? Yeah. So the way that it works, it's it's actually pretty wild. And it goes back to when we first founded PlantSide, kind of went in with the concept and kind of our, you know, in the software world, we call it the MVP, the minimum viable product. Went into one of the large ABC shops, loved the idea, loved the concept, loved the you know, because we started out, we said, hey, this is this is going to be an online platform. And they told us, you know, this is amazing, but I don't want to sit down and try to do this with my client in, in front of my client and, you know, do all this mixing and matching. I need something presentable that I can leave with my client. So we built a platform and I mean, it's wild. You have to see it to believe it, where, you know, you might have 10 quotes or 2,000 quotes, you kind of narrow it down to what you want to present and you hit a little button and it builds all of the spreadsheet presentations for you. Not only that, it builds them based on a color theme and scheme that will scale throughout, you know, whether you're building a 10-page proposal or a 2,000-page proposal, it happens automatically, all the formulas are built, but it comes out in a vector-based PDF. I mean, vector meaning... It's uh, there's no pixelation. You could print it on a billboard. I wouldn't recommend that. Your client's not going to like it. But yeah, we automatically produce a uh, presentable output for you where every logo is in the right place. Nothing's stretched or skewed. And it's just incredibly consistent. You know, if I turn to page 10 or page 200, I'm going to see the same color for a monthly total and the same color for an annual total or you know, whatever it might be, it scales throughout the whole process. And you can change your theme in 10 seconds. Now, do you have any documentation that you give to advisors that helps them talk to the client about how this process actually happened? Because it's it's very different than a normal RFP process. You know, we've put it together at certain times when certain brokerages have asked us to, because we've had partners that they'll go out and lead with us. Because, you know, it's an interesting concept, because what we're essentially doing is we're saying to these carriers, we're, we're leveling the playing field, but we're putting them in. I mean, David, you, imagine if I had to go out and buy a truck. And I, for all intents and purposes, I think this is the way the market really works right now. If I wanted to go buy a truck and I wanted to get the best possible price, I might put all the guys in my you know, area that sell that particular truck and I put them in the same room and say, hey, this is the truck that I want. You guys argue amongst yourself give me the best price. I'm going to get the best price. I think that is actually happening in the market right now. You notice you go to a truck dealership, you're not really negotiating anymore because every bit of information is online and you can go and find that. And I mean, those those dealerships are really making their money off the service model now. But we're essentially doing the same thing with this RFP process. We're saying, okay, carriers, 
we know you want to see the spreadsheet. You always ask to. And, you know, as a broker, that was my number one negotiating tool. That was our job to kind of go out and negotiate with the carrier and try to get the best possible renewal for the client. But when we put them in a room and say, hey, you know, this is where you are, you know, we're arming them with the information to be competitive. And in our own way, we're trying to, you know, affect the marketplace in a way that, hey, if if you need to be competitive, you need to be innovative. Because we know for a very long time in the health insurance world, costs are getting prohibitively expensive. Obviously, it doesn't really have to do that much with the cost of insurance, more of the cost of care and the way that's all done. But that's a different conversation for a different day. You and I were talking about that. I'm going in for a surgery later today, and it's a minor outpatient thing. And I don't even want to tell you how much they told me it would cost. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely insane. I should be in for 15 minutes. It's $11,000, let's say that. But it's, it is what it is within my insurance thing. But, you know, we're on a community-rated plan, so it doesn't really affect my renewal. But it still affects me, and I'm going, this is absolutely crazy because I'm kind of, you know, held to this cost. But, you know, the idea is allow people to be competitive, and innovation comes from that. I mean, a transparent marketplace is a good thing. And that's a great place to end our conversation for today. Steve Overton, co-founder and CEO at PlanSight. Steve, thanks so much for sharing your expertise with our audience. Thank you for having me, David. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of Shift Shaper Strategies and may not be reproduced or quoted in whole or in part without our express written permission. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.